generous amounts of money, I would open up an R2-D2 gay club. <laughs> I didn't know where the end of that sentence was going to lead, but I'm really happy that's where it, where it ended. And Princess Tegan Wu. We're three friends and a pup, popping movie cherries and falling down fandom rabbit holes with comical social commentary. Each movie we watch and review, at least one of us has never seen, while the others sass, snack, squeal, and snuggle Tegan. seen that? The podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Bree. And I'm Sista. And we just finished watching Empire Strikes Back. So, (laughs) yay! (laughs) So we're on episode five now. Very excited about all the things. And uh, so yeah, what, let's see first initial reaction. Bree, what do you think? You're in it now, girl. I'm in it. I I guess I can't back out now. Um... (laughs) Not as, like, funny as the first one. I kind of... Right. Oh, okay. This is what we're doing now. Yep. Mm. Serious now. <sighs> yes. Darker so, tone. Yeah, way more know. serious. <laughs> I I like more Vader, actually. I, you know, mm-hmm. I think as you get older and then, like, villainous characters don't always have to be, like, the ones you don't like. Right. Totally. <laughs> I like that, so I'm, like, kind of on Team Vader. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the cloak and the shiny helmet this yeah. time around, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, that helmet shine is, it's real. Stepped it's real. it up. Yeah, yeah, it definitely got stepped up quite a bit. Um, love this Star Wars 5 collection. Um, <laughs> some new... The costumes? Some new use of the quilting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Think of all the fur. All the fur. Right? Because we were cold this right? time. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Onesie realness. Onesie realness. <laughs> yeah, that... Leia is in that onesie pretty much the whole movie. I'm almost positive it's a Obermeyer snowsuit. <laughs> that... Like, did, your, your dad carried that? Like, that's from like, your youth? Yeah, I feel like, I feel like that... <laughs> Like, oh yeah, my grandma wore that. (laughs) (laughs) I remember those. Oh my goodness. Love it. (sighs) You want to talk a little bit about locations and why the change? Totally. Totally. We can get into that a little bit. Sick. So this takes place, I don't know, I was kind of looking for it, Uh but of course like we're giggling and like, you know, we don't catch all the details, but this story starts off. Right, exactly. <laughs> on force. I mean, her home mm-hmm. planet is gone, right? She's right. no. She, this is her home now. It's right. like rebel life and. Rebel. Rebel life. life. <laughs> rebel. rebel <for> life. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the fil- filming that like happened on location was in Norway, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Hoth is yeah. Norway. Hoth is Norway. So nice. right. Some of it is location, like the. You know, like. Luke, like, out in the snow and, like, all that kind of stuff. Right, um, right, right. The, Those big landscape shots. And, the, mm-hmm, yeah. exactly. The stuff, though, with the the at-at walkers, the Iggy, <laughs> <laughs> the Iggy robots. The Iggy robots. <laughs> um, yeah, because this is another uh, obscure touchstone for Brie. Okay. <laughs> Star I'm Wars like, adjacent. What the Star Wars is, adjacent. What yeah. Is, what is Iggy? Explain yeah. that. Oh, yeah. He is Italian Greyhound. That's what we're... Uh, <laughs> shorthand for Italian Shorthand for Italian Greyhound. Gotcha. Gotcha. Italian Greyhound owners, no. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Iggy owners, no. Yes. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, Brie brought that up before we started this one. Yeah, that I... A pal had, like, 
sent me a photo many years ago of that, and, mm-hmm. like, I had obviously zero point of reference other than, like, knowing it was Star Wars. And it's just an Italian greyhound as in at Yeah. That's hilarious. So, uh, listeners, you have that to look forward to as some Patreon exclusive <laughs> Tegan content. Yeah. Tegan at at Tegan. Because yeah. we're going to get him the costume. Absolutely. Once we have enough. Oh, that should, we'll make that a level of Patreon. <laughs> that you, like, just buy that costume for Tegan. <laughs> yep, yep. That should be it. Tegan's costume it. budget tier. Oh, yeah, because we were going to budget it into our non-existent podcast budget, which is really just the three of ours, you know, out of It's our philanthropy money. project sure. for this year. Sure, sure. Oh but, uh, you know, that was going to be a light item was Tegan costuming. But, yeah, listeners, if you would like to you know, contribute to a Tegan costume, we'd love it. We're into that. Yeah. We have our priorities really straight, guys. We, Just... <laughs> we sure do. So that said, maybe we should talk about all the creatures in this one, right? Yeah. There's a couple of different ones. We got the Tauntauns, um, which are those little creatures that they ride. Um, the horns. The yeah. The horns. Yeah. The yeah. Little Skyfucker got put inside of. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah, they are that was intense, and that right? smell. I was like, oh, I yeah. do not want to know what that smells like. Right? Visceral. The intense, Whoa. the intestines that come out are like, yeah, like ooh, maggoty, they're like potent. Mm, that they're potent. Right, right. Yeah, that was on a survival mode though. Survival mode. Very on. unprepared. You got to protect that peen. Yeah, <laughs> sure do. Well, and also, I mean. Just as, like, your first response, Brie, of how, like, this one wasn't as funny. Yeah, like, right off the bat, we're, like, maybe gonna die of hypothermia. We're having to, like, cut open animals that we liked in order to survive, like, inside them. I mean, again, clever, resourceful Han, making sure that, you know, homeboy doesn't die. But different level. Different different things going on. And, like, it was so early on in this, like such in the beginning and it was just like oh god it's a different movie now it's a different story yeah i was not prepared totally totally thought this would be another fun rely (laughs) on all my like pop culture adjacent info yeah last my way through (laughs) yeah there was less space balls connected i couldn't even i i got the one rick moranis in but that was I it. felt it was weak. <laughs> Y'all wasn't my best work. Um, we also had the the wampa. The, yeah, yeah. So that was it. The wampa. That was the one appearance. Is it gonna come back? Unless we go back to Hoth, because it's like a the abominable yeah. snowman mm-hmm. is the creature that we were discussing. In case yes. you didn't know what that was, but which I didn't know. But uh, yeah, that's definitely. Just makes me think of the uh, guy from Rudolph. Absolutely. Forever and always. Mm-hmm. Just claymation it up and be fine. <laughs> scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Totally. That thing, the wampa scared me. That was terrifying. Right? I, the gore yeah. with when he's eating whatever. Yeah. Well, I guess whatever he's the, eating the tauntaun. Oh, yeah, he's eating the tauntaun for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like dr- blood like dripping down his like white fur, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, what the fuck am I and watching then, like, right the now? Side tusks Is that are like the start of headgear, but like yeah, 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 totally, totally. Horned headgear. <laughs> <laughs> it's a season look, I guess. Yeah, it sure is. Oh, it's definitely a part of the Empire collection. I want a wampa coat. Oh, sure. shit. I would well, take that wampa coat with a little blood stain. Yeah, I'm into it, yeah. So our friend Ashley it has been building a wampa, like, head for, like, years now. What? Yes, that's what that is. Yeah. The, the, li- the light bulb what? is just connecting for Brie, guys. Like, our friend's been talking about this. Oh, yeah. Why should I make sure I make sure she knows about this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to let her know. The, like, she uh, is, you know, she, she enjoys fandom like we do. Oh, and nice. Yeah, she's been working on this, like. And she's felting it? Some of it's felting, some of it, part of it is her, like, getting the right materials to, like, create it, but it's, it's gonna be huge. Is this for an art exhibit, though? No, this is, like, a personal project that she has. Nice. Hopefully when it's done, she'll, like, let us show it. What? Yeah. Dang. Very cool. Very cool. That's what she's working on. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. Well, Megan, back to your point about, like, yeah, he scared the shit out of you as a kid. Me too. Like, I remember that scene like and where Luke is stuck 
and like his friends don't know where he is they can't find him right. because like the signals aren't working because of the storm and like when he's reaching for the lifesaver it's like oh my god like please work but there is that little bit of doubt because like he's not a fully trained jedi like right he you know yeah yeah <laughs> he's dumb he's a dumb farm boy still yeah, a little bit i mean he's got a few years of like, unknown farm boy right still don't know what they farm Still, still don't, don't know. know. Still, still don't, don't know. know. I I don't know. I'm sure there's either debate about that or like someone has you know flushed that out somewhere on the internet. But he's got a few years of like rebel experience now under his belt. But he's right. still young so, and dumb. I've got a question actually. So um so Cista did research for this episode because well number one I'm like kind of terrible at it. If you guys didn't notice that I kind of sucked at that last time, but. Um, question about, like, Mark Hamill. Did they, like, plan all of that storying out prior to Mark? So Mark Hamill had a pretty severe car accident, and, like, his... Between the movies. Oh, between the movies. Yeah. So he had to get, like, facial reconstruction. reconstruction. It was a fucking mess, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but he he does look a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, He's got some scarring and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think they played it off really well with, like... getting Luke injured right at the beginning of this movie so in my research and again right I I put a couple hours into this not like a super deep dive but like that's a a little right (laughs) well that just like that that's like kind of a it it did work out really well but that was already kind of the story that was gonna take place okay okay um like just curious yeah right like it's a little bit of like a myth that they like did the Wampa attack in order to, like... Because he, then he is getting, you know, like, stitched up once right. they're back at the um, base well, so whoever did that effects makeup. Yeah, really, really good, really right? Yeah, everything... Everything's, like, stepped up a little bit in this yeah. one, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and... Oh, God, and I can, what a relief that they didn't overdo the CGI. Totally, yeah. yeah it was, a, like, we were all noticing that, that it, the parts where it was added, it was definitely more seamless. I will say there were a couple bits at in the Cloud City where it was, like, totally new and, like, clearly just completely yep. CGI'd. But at this... I think maybe that reads a little bit better if it's all that because we aren't trying to, like... But yeah, they, it was. I think it was less used in this one, mm-hmm. and also like a little more seamless at, right. at points. Um, but like part that, of the reason, part of, like in the city, it felt like they were just using the CGI to flesh out the city a little more. So like, totally. it gave a sense of like place. And, totally, totally. Which I I can be down for that. Right. Not right. mad at that. Yeah. There weren't very. I mean, it didn't just, feel like, very in the way ugly butts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Little> <laughs> monster butts. <laughs> Well, part of the reason this one is, like, everything feels a little more stepped up because, so if we remember, right, the budget for the first film was $11 million. <laughs> The budget for this one was $18 million. Mm. So that's more than half of the original, like, added, right? So right. they definitely had more to work with. And because A New Hope was, like, such a cultural phenomenon, now it was like, you know, oh, yes, we absolutely want this to be a thing. And um, at the same time... Lucas like used his personal profits from the first film and like took out a loan like against um kind of like the I forget exactly what it was but he also took out a loan so that he controlled all the financing of this film so he had like damn yeah so he had like all because in I mean again my knowledge of this is like (laughs) very secondhand but sure um it seems very, like, I don't think it's a secret that, like, in Hollywood, like, large films that get made, it's the mm-hmm. money that really makes decisions, right? Right, right. So, for him to control the money is really to control, like, what happens, how it happens, right. and that kind of deal. Because he got <clears throat> executive producer credit yes. on this, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. He's, like, the executive producer. Right. And, um, he, we touched on this a little bit while we were watching it, but yeah, he didn't direct this one. Right. Um... So who directed this one? So director was Irvin Kirshner. I'm really sorry if I'm butchering these guys. 
It is Marsha. We looked it up. <laughs> I went for I went for her Spanish we? like right. pronunciation, and Megan's like, no, 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 that's a white lady's Eastern. I was like, oh, my bad, my bad. So yeah. we had a whole discussion about it last yeah. night at game night. <laughs> we sure did. We spend a lot of time together, you guys. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. This is not all for show. Um, Marsha Lucas, we really appreciate you. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, Kirshner uh, directed this one, and he was a professor of George Lucas's um, in college for when he went to school for film. And where did he go? He went to. I have it. Um, USC School of Cinematic Arts. Oh, nice. Let's see. Where is that? Where California. Is that? Oh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Southern, Southern California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, he had a very close relationship, clearly, <laughs> with the director also, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah. He to make sure he was his puppet. Yeah. Well, and also just, right, because clearly, like, clearly George is the driving creative force behind it, and, like, he set himself up to do that. Right. Um, but he still gets a lot of help from clearly very talented people. Right. And Kirshner was more... Like, he had never done anything on this scale, mm-hmm. and he was more, like, involved with, like, smaller-scale, like, character-driven films, and once, like, upon reading that, like, last night, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that makes a lot of sense as to, like, how... Because I feel that the... It makes sense why the characters are more developed Yes, exactly! One. I was like, what? oh, I see, I see, like, in mm-hmm. that, I mean, I'm all for the character growth. It's, like, the main thing I care about in storytelling, and so I was like, Oh, all right, all mm-hmm. right. Like mm-hmm. I'm into that. Totally. Because yeah, there's again more serious. We get mm-hmm. we have all the feelings on this. Yeah. One. Yes. Speaking of feelings, <laughs> let's talk about Han and Leia's interaction. I know Han that Brie has some feelings Skywalker. about this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All the boning. All the boning. This is this hard hard evidence. Brie's like, this is why there are throubles. This is why this is happening. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But uh, I, d- I did want to visit their sassy banter back and forth at the beginning, um, you know, when they're at the Rebel base and Hannah and Lair just kind of shots fired. Um, and she says something about, like, oh, God, like, I'd rather kiss a Wookiee. And he <laughs> I says, this can that. be arranged, right? <laughs> and then there's talk about... Scruffy nerf herder, and I wrote that down because I. You was... think I'm scruffy looking? Yep. Like, yep. Yes. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Yeah. <laughs> so some great lines by Han Solo. Loved every second of it. Um, and yeah, it's it's interesting watching this now. Watching right. this initially, I think I was like, I'm pretty sure I was probably in love with Han Solo as a kid. Definitely. Pretty sure I was that team. Pretty sure I, like, put myself in Leia's shoes, and I was like, I'm team Leia, she's the best, and I love her, and she's a badass. And then I'm pretty sure I was also like, but also, Han Solo, I'm there for you. (laughs) What's up? I mean, you can still be in Leia's place, and then you're like, yeah, I'm team Han Solo also. Yeah, 100%. -hmm. So, that being said, what did you make of their relationship, Brie? I, I don't know. I... (laughs) I mean, I definitely, all I can see is that the three of them all have this very interwoven dynamic relationship. Sure. What did did you think of uh, her, like, kissing Luke in order to piss Han off, and then that epic eye roll by Mark Hamill when they're kind of, like, doing the sassy back and forth, and he's like, God, you guys, just fucking make out. You can see it in his eyes, right? right. But, he's like, he's, it. like, also make out with me. Yes. He's, like, someone at least handing me while me. you're making out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We're all here for this, so let it happen. I just, like... Oh, man. Some of their dynamics, like, yeah, it's super sassy. It's definitely that just, like... We get that in Hollywood a lot as a trope of kind of, you know, like, taming the fuckboy kind of vibe, Ugh, which is definitely yeah. that situation. That's, the, that's your lecture oh, course. Taming yeah. the fuckboy in American <laughs> films. Yes! It's only because I have direct experience. No, uh, but in all actuality... Welcome to Therapy Corner. All right. right. <laughs> This is fuckboy therapy. This is fuckboy therapy. <laughs> Tell me about ages 16 to 24. No, okay. So, like, 
the thing is, I can always appreciate the banter and all that kind of stuff, but it is one of those parts of, like, romanticizing that, like, yes means no, and kind of that, like, it's an easy way to build tension in a story, and I totally get it as, like... I hate it. <laughs> I totally get it as, like, a storytelling device. Right. But I feel like it definitely... You know, we're only humans. Our minds are fallible, like, and we just like to internalize and imitate that which we see, especially that which from people we revere and characters mm -hmm. we revere. And so, like, it, yeah, as I, like, watching it now, it's like, ooh, this hasn't aged entirely well for me kind of vibe. But yeah. obviously, like, they've, like, those actors have good chemistry and the right. banter is so fun that yeah. we kind of like allow this like skirting of the line where it's right, like right. Han is definitely pushing it too far so excuse me sometimes yeah. but we like forgive him for it because he's just so fucking charismatic right. which is like again Classic fuck boy 101 fuck boy. Yes. <laughs> I, agree with that. I agree with that and I think like um my thoughts on Leia as a character in this in Empire I think I I just I struggle with her characterization in this one a little bit because I think when she really when she is great she's great I think when she interacts with Han that is the best she is in this movie frankly like mm -hmm. her, her best lines delivered best sass moments like best like the Leia that we know and love like decision making totally, yeah. like just kind of being like fuck you I'm gonna do this whatever right like that's what I love about Leia and like the rest of the movie, I don't see that as much. Totally. So that's what I struggle with, right? Like, when yeah. they're in the Cloud City, and she's like, I got a bad feeling about all of these things, and, like, you can see some of that coming out, but it's so downplayed, and I don't really like that. I'm not really there for that. Totally. And I, I think some of it is, too, that because the Scooby gang gets... Separated. Sorry, guys. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Buffy references, like, in our analogies, too, because I can't help myself. But, <laughs> like, the Scooby gang gets split up because, you know, um, Luke goes off to do his own, you know, like, Jedi training. Yep. And, you know, they get away, and that's really great, or whatever. Right. And we we have to split our time with our main characters in different places and different storylines, and so there's less time to showcase her. Yeah. And I feel like they... Yeah, she doesn't get as much, as much of her due as. But again, she is always still speaking up. Like, I, I mean, again with the whole. I mean, from the get go with Lando, she's like, I do not have a good feeling about this. Right. And of course, like they're not fully listening to her, mm -hmm. which also happens in the first film. Too. I know, right? They don't listen to her. Also, like she's not the decision maker a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, like Han mm -hmm. when he fucking like go, is about to be crystal carbonated whatever kryptonited something <laughs> something with the c sorry that was superman i don't know what happened all right anyway <laughs> drinking a hot toddy i don't know um so <laughs> when that happens i i was like okay this is this is fine but but he's like chewy you need to look after her and that did not sit well with me mm -hmm. i was like she doesn't fucking need chewy are you <laughs> kidding mean, me hope right. has a blaster in her hand she's ready to fucking go and, and also take is the only one with any kind of accurate Thank shot you. for these fucking stormtroopers exactly it's i was so like true. she like five like, to her one yeah mm -hmm. exactly totally so, anyway that was a thing sorry that was a tirade got a little bit on my soapbox about Leia because I love her so much. Totally. And I felt like it was a little bit of a disservice. The next movie I might have even more of a rant about this, so I'll just We'll come back to there. it. <laughs> well, I think a little bit of what's happening there, too, is as clearly in the story, they're trying, a lot of like the time spent with Leia is with this will they, won't they Right, um, and it's always like romantic thing yeah. with Han, and, and it's like that love triangle situation yes. too, where it's like when Luke gets thrown in there, she's like kissing him too. It's a and poly relationship that hasn't <laughs> had a conversation. Exactly, exactly. As long as everybody's consenting, that's fine. But but they need to needs... fucking talk about it and not through like jokes, sarcasm, innuendo. Also, everyone all needs the all the accurate information. I think this yeah. is also why, like, I'm like. Mm. Team Vader because I just I don't, I'm it's hard to get it up for all of that weird tension that I'm like everyone just get together and work it out you'll be fine 
You'd be so much happier if you guys just like sat down and talked about it. And then <laughs> made out and got naked. Right? There you just go. everybody. But fuck. talk about it first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just all, all the talking. What do we think about the Emperor? Yeah, the Emperor. We learn. We'll bring Hologram. Learned. Yeah. yeah. Hologram. What do you think of a hologram guy? What you think? He's just. Uh, Are you on team old team white guy. Emperor? Or? No. Okay, no. Team, well, Vader. team Vader. Not team because Emperor. Because I just trust clarify. that Vader has. He's not working for the Emperor. I mean, like he's getting paid by the Emperor. Mm-hmm. He's not working for the Emperor. Sure, sure. He is a self-serving man. That's a Slytherin. I mean, for sure. Mm-hmm. He did. He does mention, like, with Luke at the end, right? Like, hey, the Emperor knows that you're a threat. If you and I get together, we can take him down and we can take over, That's right? exactly what he says, yeah. 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 I think we definitely need to start watching it with captions. <laughs> you missed that? Oh, okay. I'm just, all the quilting, all of the, you know, holograms <laughs> thinking about DIA, you know. I just, nice. Next time. It's true. Subtitles. <laughs> So that when Brie gets on a tirade about the hologram store that DAA, DAA had in, like, I don't know, 98, we can come Early back. Early, well, like, 95. Yeah, when did that end? I remember when that airport became a thing, um, but I don't remember when we were kids, so yeah, I don't know. But early, early like to mid-90s. Took, uh, like, went to DIA to, like, check it out. Like, we didn't have a flight. <laughs> We like rode what? the tram all the Stop. like when they're like get off, get off. No, seriously, get the fuck off. My mom's like, it's fine, it's fine. We're gonna stay on, see what happens. I was terrified. Nothing of happened. <laughs> but also like that was the field trip that day. Oh, Go to the airport. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, okay. Um. But sorry, so back to Vader. the Emperor mm-hmm. and hologram. Yes. That was what I got. Totally. Totally. Well, and I mean, again, because we didn't have the game, right, because we didn't have White the White man hologram. <laughs> That's all I need to know. That's what we need more of. Right. Uh, <laughs> love it. Love it. Into it. Because we didn't have the captions on. So, what, like, what we learned from that interaction is, A, Vader isn't the top dog, right? He has right. someone he answers to. Which was surprising to me. Right, definitely in the first film, and I think there's a little bit that like, I don't know if George had the had the story fleshed out that there was like an actual emperor. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, right. he like, left I it. I went to this hologram store at DIA, and now I feel like <laughs> let's include that. Let's include this person. Yeah, but we we learn that, and then we also learn that this emperor is also in touch with the force and this whole like dark side stuff right like Mm -hmm. he opens the conversation i felt a disturbance in the force is grindelwald yeah that's a good way to put it yeah Yeah. but very in the shadows right Mm -hmm. like very removed very removed puppet mastery Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. totally but like but was a jedi Vader is his like lapdog essentially. Totally, like Va- yeah. Vader is very much like the the attack dog that kind of carries out the Emperor's orders, but mm-hmm. and so the Emperor but just you, gets to be this anonymous force for the dark side, right? And everyone assumes it's well no, they know there's an Emperor, they just never see him. I think it's always by the hand of Vader. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Totally. And, I mean, but like Vader obviously has a his own agenda. Always correct. Yeah, but willing to like, you know, he. I feel like he's kind of doing that. Like, well, I'll when, play this. We'll see where this goes. Right. But it, if a better opportunity well, arises yeah. for me to kind of like secure more power, I'm gonna do that instead. Totally. Well, I think so it's all about power. Totally. Him, always. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. definitely all about power. Well, and that's what's mentioned. I think repeatedly when they bring up the dark side, they say, you know, do you know the dark, the power of the dark, dark side? You know. Mm-hmm. There's all this power with the dark side. Right, like, power comes up over and over again, mm-hmm. which, you know, we know a lot of toxic things about power this day and age, but uh, but I think that is something that keeps coming back um, in the Star Wars franchise, is that blind power, you know, mm-hmm. where does that get you? What is that causing in this, you know, ether that is the force? You know, mm-hmm. how does that all pertain to each other? T- totally. And just the idea that... I mean, speaking of this, it kind of feels like uh, the whole, the power of the dark side, it will, you know, like, you can get so much more from this. It kind of feels like they're, I don't know, 
elevator speech a little bit, right? right. Whereas when... This is the Jehovah's Witness <laughs> coming to your door. Sorry, Hello. Jehovah's Witnesses. Hello. You're not listening to this. <laughs> Have you heard? If you're a Jehovah's Witness and you're listening to this... Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Maybe consider your options. Check out the internet. <laughs> Check out the force. No, Check like... Check out the force. Oh, we have things baking in the oven. Yeah. Nice. But you continue. I will. Well, the idea, too, of, like, the power of the dark side, and that just keeps coming up, and it feels like there clearly is this, like, seductive element or whatever to it. Totally, yeah. But when Luke is training with Yoda, and Yoda's all backpacking him, like, he straight up asks him, is the dark side more powerful? Like, right. is that the deal? Right. And Yoda's like, no. No no no, 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 Yeah. The light side. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the Come light. Come to the light. But yeah, just that idea of the dynamic of power and that, like, there's power in the force of, like, tapping into the force, but you can, you like, with great power comes great responsibility, you know? Yeah. Like, without... Shameless Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> without, you know, a check-in of, like, you know, how does you wielding your power affect others... And how do you want to affect others with your power? That's Tegan. Just a little coughing. We don't know what it is. Aww. He seems great. He seems fine. <laughs> Tongue out. He decided to grace us with his presence. <laughs> so, I've got some thoughts about the Force. But, yeah. Um, I want to hear from Bree. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I just think? have one thing, and then I'm going to absolutely mm -hmm. hand it right back over to the Force talk. Okay. But um, something about like Vader being the power peen. Oh, okay. The oh, hat. Oh yeah. It's just like a little. Oh yeah, he's like a he's little the power little, peen. Yeah, he's like an erect penis, and there's a <laughs> condom on it, which is the helmet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. All right. Power peen. Okay, that's it. Okay. He's well, the emperor's power peen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just made a thrusting motion, just so everybody knows. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so just talking a little bit more about the Force, um, I'm curious what you guys think about it, because I read this, so as I think I mentioned on either the first or the second episode of the pod, I'm a school social worker, so mental health is kind of my jam, um, but I think the Force is really interesting, because Yoda mentions it's about controlling your emotions, and Vader mentions you have to unleash your anger in order to go over to the dark side. So my thought around that is, is it good to control your emotions as it's portrayed in Star Wars? Is it managing emotions? Is it controlling emotions? Is it not feeling things? Like what is the light side and how do emotions tie into that? I guess is my question. Obviously I think they mention Yoda also mentions like hate unlocks the dark side, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's like, don't give in to hate, don't give in to those feelings of anger to Luke. He cautions him against this before he has that interaction with Vader. But I'm also like left not totally rooting for the light side. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know, like the the thing is okay, and I'm just gonna make another Harry Potter reference, but like <laughs> like when Dumbledore talks to Harry about this stuff, he's like love is your is is what you're coming back to harry and that is a force that is greater than voldemort can ever imagine or aspire to and has never known and will never know and but that's not ever mentioned in this right like totally. love is not a concept that they discuss at all in this it's all about power and anger and hate for the dark side and then for the light side it's like this nebulous like just not control that. yourself they're like shut it down they're like Shot all the neutral down. countries, right? Yeah, totally. Like we present zero emotion, or right? We are just trying to, which I think has a place. I'm not saying like that doesn't have a place, but what do you guys think about this? That's my read on it, but totally. No, I I think you're totally right, and of course, I'm coming to this also with having seen all of these movies up to the current ones, where I feel like in the newer ones they're they're starting to explore how like yeah that's problematic guys kind of vibe. Where, yeah, in these initial ones, it kind of very much feels like, uh, <laughs> kind of like the dare, like, just say no. Yeah, kind right. Of vibe of, like, <laughs> right? just say no to the dark side, but without any, like, tools or kind of, like, counterexample of, like, hey, this is actually what you should aspire to, right? Mm -hmm. And right. I think also, too, there's a little bit of conflating 
uh, emotion, like, I feel like the emotion of anger is a really important one, uh, and it's different than hatred, and, like, when, I, so, again, I might just be getting into semantics here a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. but, like, anger is really important for, like, when a boundary is crossed, like, that's mm -hmm. what it's for, but it's not meant to, like, stick around, right? you know, it's not meant to fester, and, right. like, actually, like, pushing down anger is what turns into hatred, and, like, right. self-hatred, which is, like, truthfully very the worst of right. all things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, a little, uh, yeah, mm-hmm, problematic. <laughs> yeah, right? problematic, the problematic. Like, the also, idea of the yeah. force, like, be, like, having this, um, like, presence or, like, unifying threads that run throughout, like, yourself and everything else around you. I really enjoy that idea. Right. And, like, that can be taken a lot of different ways, you know, kind of vibe. But you're right. They never, they just name it as the force. They don't name it as, like, actually, like, love or compassion or, you know, empathy. They just say not hatred, yo. <laughs> which, <laughs> which just like, sweeten your emotions. Yes, yeah, kind of. Like, well, and the, I, I mean, totally, like, yeah, you don't want to, like, lash out at others, like, make, like, to put your anger onto others mm -hmm. and harm them. But at the same time, like, really what you need to do is, like, handle your own emotion so that it neither harms you nor others. Right. Which is very different than just, like, clearing your mind, like, totally shutting it down, I guess. Right. Yeah. And to Interesting. Me, to me, hate and anger are both secondary emotions, too, right? Yes, like, totally. You don't just get angry. Like, there's, like, a reason behind your anger, and usually it's because you're hurt, right? Yeah. Or, I don't know. So that that's why I struggle with it, too. I'm like, uh, I don't right, know about but, that. All right, but... But, but also, think about your mental health. <laughs> but also, like, emotions are important. Also, acknowledge your feelings. Yeah. So they don't fester inside you. Sorry. Because I think that actually is the dark side. What? Yeah. Oh. What? Oh, oh, no. oh, no. Anyway, PSA for mental health. Take, take care of your shit. Self-care. Okay. Well, if you're in a throuple, just talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Together. That's, that's good self-care. That's good communication. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think also, too, the idea of, like, interconnectivity to everything. Mm -hmm. uh, you can make that, you can take that and make the leap of, like, well, then you would only act in ways that would uh, at least not harm but hopefully help everyone and everything around you right. but they never explicitly say that that's just me personally like taking like that next step in that direction kind of vibe right and so yeah I mean I feel like because they were so direct about like the hatred anger stuff for the dark side it would have been nice to be direct about hey so like light side what do we do there <laughs> like, yeah. what? right like tell us about that just please. suppress all the emotions <laughs> and balance Bottle it up inside and balance right? rocks and right? yoda on your foot while right? you're doing a handstand just wear a yoda, yoda backpack yeah. make a karen <laughs> done so no. wait climb a mountain yeah live in colorado yeah. great. you're doing great Eat, pray, love your way through this. Like, you can do it, guys. Oh, my God. Is this, like, Luke's eat, pray, love? It kind of is. It kind of is. It's a spiritual journey. I hope he goes to Italy and, and gets the pizza and does the, like, awkward snap thing. Right? I hate that part in that movie. And then fucks Carly every one of them. Yes! Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Just Get it, girl. Oh, my God. And teaches Phoebe Robinson how to swim. There you go. That's the last Fact. Stage. That's how you reach the light side, actually, guys. Yeah, that, That's that the secret. <laughs> Julia Roberts teaches you how to swim in Croatia or some island around there. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Her family sailboat while being totally delightful. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. So speaking of all and that. And Phoebe Robinson is your Yoda. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so speaking of Phoebe Robinson as our Yoda. Yes. Let's talk about Yoda. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I don't know where you think I'm going with this, but <laughs> wants to talk about Phoebe Robinson. I quickly escalated that in my mind to be like, this is a surprise and like she's gonna come out of the closet. Right. Here she is. Alright. No. Just us guys. Sorry. <laughs> Still just us. 
So, Gosh. what are your thoughts on Yoda, Bree? This is the first time we've seen him. Mm-hmm. He's obviously um, a puppet. He's not the Schwartz. Right? So. He's not the Schwartz. That's hard to... It's hard to stop. It's hard to reconcile. Sorry. Uh-huh. I'm so sorry about that. <sighs> um, yeah, I mean, other than that, I like the Yoda backpack look for this season's collection. <laughs> I think um, probably the storage is really great on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then it, like, channels some, like, thought-provoking, you know, mantras for you while you do the yoga. Sure, sure. <laughs> so what do you think of the yoga? puppeteering? Oh, I thought that was great. Yeah, like it, the and I mean, I, again? I mean, only because it's my only point of reference, but it, it feels like a Jim Henson yeah. character uh-huh. puppet, yeah. which is always so nice. Totally. To- and, and very, like, he's so emotive like yeah. for someone who's talking about like suppressing emotions he is so funny and like just like goofy kind of like, i think again the subtitles would have been how yeah. it's true you yeah. speak is and because i was already like what, what the fuck are we doing with that do we know why they did that i don't to just... make him seem more like more wise yes like, you put the pieces together but like i have to just jumble the words because you're luke Skyfucker and you're kind of dumb Well, and I feel like it kind of has that, like, vibe of, like, everything he's saying is a lesson or a proverb kind of deal. It's the essence of Yeah, it feels super intentional to me. Yes, very much so. I got my bachelor's in English, you guys, so it was interesting how they chose to sentence structure and, uh, you know, putting put an emphasis on specific words and, and verbs, I think, specifically kind of take precedence in his speaking which is interesting he's all about action right that's what mm-hmm. we're about and i think that's interesting i don't know well i mean he's got that very famous one do or do not there is no try mm-hmm. like all action based yep which i guess for luke is like would be good to have a mentor who it's like, like the gryffindor mantra yeah who kind of like got gui- like guys <laughs> but for real though like because luke is so like all action first very little thinking at all, if ever. If ever. Like, because yeah. maybe he doesn't really have that mechanism. Right. I mean, but, like, he needs a little bit of it, right? Even when he's, he's faced back. with, like, direct facts, he's like, yeah. I'm gonna just do what I think. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm just gonna I'm go gonna just with my non-based in reality instincts. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, hope that Obi-Wan comes through to save my ass. Right. But either way, like, I'm just gonna try this. Oh, this is like gosh. when I talk to the children. I work with teenagers, <laughs> and I love them so dearly. But sometimes they go, Megan, listen, I'm going to just send it. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean, you guys? <laughs> like a text. Unless you're yeah. snowboarding, and don't do it. And they're like, no, no. And I'm even ju- when you're I'm just going to send it. And I'm like, yeah. have you thought about the consequences of your actions? And they're like, no. Nah. <laughs> or they're like, I'm not willing to go there right now. And I'm like, you realize you're talking to me, right. a school social worker, about this. And I'm going to challenge you to think about your consequences. And they're like, all right, well, then bye. And I'm like, no! No, babies, no! Don't send a text. Don't do it. They live their lives like how I play Dominion. Yeah. Yeah. They sure do. Just balls to the wall all the time. Fast and loose, fast and loose. Fast and loose. Oh, my God. Actually, that's how I live my life. Except for... No, no, on like fun things, not on like things that like genuinely like could affect like, you. I and definitely the you need about. these like bourbon barbecue potato chips <laughs> and the dill pickle chips. Yeah, exactly. Zero that. consequences. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's fair. That's fair. It's when I'm like, please don't have unprotected sex. No, My please sweet don't babies. do that. Please don't. Condoms, y'all. Because like no one wants to be saddled with a child. I know. And it's so easy when you're to 16. Just, yeah, no. We will send you. Condoms, oh, free yeah, condoms. Right? If you are another Patreon tier, Patreon tier, free condoms sending out to youngins. Condoms with the Wist logo yeah. <laughs> and consent. Consent on, on the back. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Guys, we have a consent. lot of ideas. A I little Wist hotline, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. We can't have a hotline. Oh, That's God. not. A no, no, do. please no. Yeah, Cecil, so, so why don't you talk about Yoda a little bit? I will bring it back. You know, let's yeah, bring right? it back. Let's right. bring it back. Where were you? Just a smidgen. I, uh, <laughs> I got it. I'll, I'll give it to Cecil first. You get You're the one who's supposed to bring us back in. <laughs> I know, sorry. Oh my god, it's amazing. Please don't have unprotected sex even if you're not a tween. Yeah. <laughs> 
Unless you're trying to get pregnant. If that's right. the case, yeah. go for it. You do you, but be prepared for a life of not your own. <laughs> Jesus. Speaking of feelings, guys, and Yoda wanting us to control them. Yeah, right? There you go. Never control your feelings. Oh, my God. Moderate. Well, I want to talk a little bit about how, like, okay, so Yoda initially is, like, kind of messing with Luke when he meets him, right? 100%. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I love it when he just digs through his shit and Luke's just, like, like, throwing shit everywhere, like, tasting his food. Yeah, like I felt like David Bowie was going to, like, come out and be like, oh, this is my troll. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, for real though. And like, like, I also live here, and now I'm just gonna be the spike of your, yeah. like, Yoda situation. Yoda's oh, Giles. god, can you imagine? Like, the, the Goblin King meets Yoda, oh, like... Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, like, the training montage of, like, yeah. Luke under <laughs> that circumstance. <laughs> and he has to wear the white dress. Right, oh right. Oh my god. That uh, fans, wasn't. make us that fan art. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> please. Please. I can only do so much, guys. Right. I have an actual real-time job. Um, <laughs> no, but, like, he's kind of, like, testing him to see what he's really made of, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. And to see how he teaches some, teaches, like, excuse me, not teaches, treats someone who he deems, uh, like, not useful and kind of inferior, yeah, essentially, totally. right? Not and, white. <laughs> well, I mean, that too. We, um, can, we can put that lens on, I'm sure. Um, but, like, how he's kind of just sizing him up and he's, like, you are not hitting the mark, Mr. Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-mm. mm-mm. And then from beyond the grave, Obi-Wan comes in. He's like, nah, nah. Remember, I was a shithead too, dude. Like, come on. Like, take him on. You know you want like, to. Like, white guys saving white guys. Always. True. Always. Privilege as fuck. <laughs> but Ben and is like, always, o- like, I from like the how background. Obi-Wan can, like, come out of nowhere. Like, oh, he's fucking shit up because he's so dumb. Right, like, he has to come and be like, nah, you gotta live through this, like, ice storm so that you can go to Dagobah, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, just from the grave, he's like, yeah, you should do this now, and Mm -hmm. just, like, puppeteering. Yeah, because they boned, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) That sounds like dubious consent to me. That was his first time, so (laughs) now they have a kinship. Bree. <laughs> and then he died, and their relationship not was cool, never because he's in a mentor role. Exactly, not cool. that is imbalance of power. There I'm not down. No, imbalance you, of power. You can't no. give true consent when no. there's an imbalance of power like that no. between like a uh-uh. teacher-student relationship. Yeah, I uh uh-uh. uh I don't care if it's college level. Uh uh-uh. uh, no. not okay. He was just a farm boy, and no, then no. Yeah. Ben came along. Well, he was like seventeen. Sugar daddy. Mm. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Guys, get ready for all the thick Bree's gonna write about, like, the behind the scenes I'm gonna of... go holler at Ben Wyatt. We'll throw some, like, letters <laughs> to Cleo sound montages in. Make a Cones of Devonshire, like, Star love Wars triangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Oh Just orgy version. Oh, Everyone bones everybody. All the time. All the time. I do feel, too, like, Yoda, though, brings some, like... Like, when Ben is talking about the Force, where Obi-Wan is talking about the Force, he's, like... I mean, I feel like it hadn't been fully fleshed out yet, right? Like, that's actually what's happening. Yeah. But, and it's all, like, a little bit vague, and da-da-da, and, like, Yoda brings some of these more, like, nah, man, like, this is how you utilize this. These are, like, tools to, like, focus you up. Like, mm-hmm. you're not in a battle situation right now. Like, you're not trying to train slash, like, get away from the Imperial, Imperial Forces, like, you're just focusing right now. And he definitely, like, calls Luke out on, like, a his lot shit? of his bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, I mean, when he makes him go into the, like, cave thing. Oh, yeah, thing, the cave, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when he makes him go into the cave thing and, you know, Luke's first response is to grab all of his tools. He grabs all mm-hmm. his weapons. He's like, oh, no, 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 weapons, you will not need those. Mm-hmm. Right, this is a mind thing. Which is such an interesting parallel thinking about the later ones. But right? Totally. We're not there yet. But. Right. But we'll, we'll bring it back. I mean, like, as right. with, you know, any long story, of course they, like, yeah. they circle back on their themes and, you know, tie it all together. Totally. Um, but, yeah, and how he also, when the ship sinks, right, mm-hmm. and uh, Luke is, Luke just, like, falls right back into his pattern of, Aww. Like, yeah, just right. whines. I'm pretty sure I rolled my eyes super hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, because he's been better. Like, in this, he, he has. definitely, he has. he's less whiny in More this one. More self-assured. 
He's a little more grown up. Definitely, yeah. definitely. But he slips right back into the like, oh, I can't do anything about this, like that mm-hmm. kind of vibe. I can't do it, yeah. you guys. <laughs> Fixed so, mindset. Fixed oh my gosh, sugar daddy. <laughs> and yeah. also just like, yeah, just this very defeatist mentality. Right. And yeah, Yoda just shakes his head. He's, he's like, a terrible planner. He doesn't make any plans. No, because he's a doer. And Yoda's trying to help him, like, bring him up. There is is no no try. Right. (laughs) Like, he's a doer already. So he's like, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm pumping. Right. Right. But he's not really doing because he's not actually getting the job done is the thing. Right. But he's like, he's like, I'm here and I'm white, so that's all I have to do. Yeah. Well, and he, like. That's what he thinks. And Yoda's like, no. 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 (laughs) Well, and he calls him out, too. He's like, always with you with the what cannot be done. Like, you're always focusing on, I can't, I can't, I can't. Look at Yoda! Yeah, right? Calling him out. Love it. So again, like... Therapist Yoda. Right? Like, some of, like, the teachings around the Force, yeah, questionable, but, like, some of Yoda's, like, you know, I don't know, I feel like it's, like, therapy Yoda of, like, Mm -hmm. dude, stop, change your mindset. And then Yoda doesn't just say it, he shows, right? He does it, and it's like, yeah... This, like, tiny Yoda, you don't have to be, like, big and strong in order to be, you know, powerful with the Force, which mm-hmm. is one of, also one of my favorite things about that mythology is that, you know, it's not all brute strength that gets you places in it's this not world. power peeing. Right. It's not all, and, of course, for Vader, I mean, he's just, like, choking out bitches left and right. Like, all he wants <laughs> to do. Mind choke. Yeah, is, like, exercise that, like, brute Ultimate force thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I did write down that I think the Force is a lot of, like mind and inner strength and wisdom. Totally. And I thought that was an interesting concept. Yeah, because I, I like that it's a departure from that like physical strength mm-hmm. and brutality almost that happens with the dark side. Um, you know, with Vader choking people out left and right and all the things, right? But, yeah, I, I like that. I like that wis- shocker, the Ravenclaw <laughs> likes that wisdom is front and center. <laughs> I love it, and I'm here love for it. it. I love logic. Um, so yeah, I was into that. I thought that was really cool. And I, I think that's not something we had seen a whole lot of before either. You know, I mm-hmm. think that it's, it's a departure from that hero's journey that we talked about last time, mm-hmm. which I, I like a lot. Totally. totally. Hey guys, this is editing Megan here. That concludes our first episode of Empire Strikes Back. Please check back in two weeks' time for our conclusion to Empire Strikes Back, the second installment. Okay, thanks, bye! Thanks for listening, y'all. You can follow us on Instagram at waityouhaven'tseenthat and also check out our website for some sweet, sweet merch. And if you want to see the circus in action, become a Patreon member for exclusive reaction videos and extra Princess Tegan content. If y'all were here for the shitstorm that was our pod, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Tegan Wu sure would appreciate it.